another week, another episode of Made in India. And the guest I have for you is a musician who's no stranger to the show. Oh yes, he's been here before. On episode 38, to be precise, in 2016, as the frontman of Chennai alt-indie rock band, the F-16s. I'm talking about Joshua Fernandez, who's on the show today with his lo-fi indie electro-pop solo project, J-Babe. He performs acoustic renditions of his songs, which made him quite uncomfortable. He also talks to me about what it's like making music with zero music theory knowledge, and how a certain mobile phone game played a role in the creation of his artist name. Hi, I'm J-Babe, and we're on Made in India with May. And this first song is called I'll Get the Check, We Can Split the Regret. You have a lot to say But we're better off this way Stop fucking with my head Is this the end? But no looking back Cause I get my heart attacked If I had everything in my path I would laugh To think of you in bed with someone else But why'd you give me up And why'd you leave Just so you can be the beauty And I the beast Not looking back Not looking back Now looking back I'll pay my own way I'll take my own grave We're just on our way out And you say goodbye Now like surprise We're both on our way down I bid you farewell But I greet you in hell We're both on our way down We're both on our way down And I make my own And I've run out of sex For long now And 
I get the check We can split the regret And I get the check We can split the regret I'm better off alone Alone Man, it's really awesome to hear your songs acoustic, <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> I'm excited. We have Josh Fernandez or J-Babe in the studio. Hola. Usually your music is very sort of lo-fi, electro, R&B, smooth. So strange having you do it acoustic. Extremely. Do you feel uncomfortable? Extremely uncomfortable. Um, This is probably the first time I'm doing acoustic renditions of these songs. What? Yeah. Also privileged. (laughs) Thank you. I'm not really used to performing with an acoustic because, you know, in singer-songwriter sort of setup, it's very raw. I'm a shabby guitar player, to be honest. And I have issues with my fingers and, you know, I like to mask things up with guitar pedals and effects and other band members. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just bigger, you know, but stripping it down to its raw bone is just... It's a lot. It's quite wonderful. I mean, you, I guess it's literally stripping away all of that. You're kind of like exposed mm. a little bit. Yeah. It's like going to the beach yeah. uh, with a bad beach pod. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to take your shirt off to swim. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But if you had abs and everything else, you'd be the first one to take your shirt off. Of course. Yeah. This is what I was telling someone the other day that... Um, I remember when I used to have Goa board, but now I have Kerala board. It's <laughs> <laughs> so totally a different kind of board. So I've actually known you for years yeah. in the sense that I was working for a radio station in Chennai and you and I met through a band hunt yeah. when you had a band called Bishop's Cup Pay. You had to bring it back. Yeah. I had to. Yeah. And you've also, it's not obviously not your first time on the show. You're also yeah. the front man for the F-16s. And I feel like I would love to get Bishop's on the show one day. Do you think mm. that could ever happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just The short answer. Mm. Immediately no. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it had its time. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're done. Um, but I am excited because I've been listening to your solar project, which is J-Babe, for a while. And Obvi, I'm going to ask you for the moniker J-Babe. Mm-hmm. I heard that it was an auto-generated username Bingo. for Angry Birds. Very Are you true. serious? wasn't even joking. It, it really was. What do you mean auto-generated? Like it just goes like, it just has babe to things? <laughs> it just added J-Babe to it. You sort of sign up for the game and I signed in and it just made me J-Babe as a user. I don't know, I just stuck with it. I like Everybody it. was like, you nuts, get a better name. Like, Did you have like some others on the, on the list? No, nothing. This was the top yeah. and you were like, I'm done. Now. I didn't want to go as Josh Fernandez, you know. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. And ideally this project was just completely... I didn't want to take myself seriously at all. Yeah. This is a complete avenue where I could do whatever the fuck I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. If I wanted to name me after a fucking app, Angry Birds <laughs> game app, I'm going to do it. You know what? If I want to change my name for the next album, 
too like, I don't know, fucking ant, I'll do it. You know, that's yeah. the kind of project I wanted to keep it going. It's completely unhinged, unchained, unfettered to anything. I also feel like with a different moniker, it allows you to create a persona, mm. right? It allows you to do things that you wouldn't be able to do as Joshua Fernandez, but you'd be able to do as J-Babe. I think that opportunity sort of gives you that sense of freedom. Mm. I've noticed this as well, that J-Babe was a very conscious effort for you to really step away from the soundscape of the F-16s, right? Because like you were talking, it was a way for you to feel like you had more freedom. Mm. In what way? Like, is it just, I mean, I can hear it in your sound, but is it like the lyrics? Is it, I think it's also even the titling of the songs, like everything, right? So when you play with a band, uh, you have, well, when I play with the F-16s, I have like three of the members who are ideally like filters and also like co-writers with me. So even there, a couple of songs in the J-Wave album was songs I showed the guys and they'd be like, yo, this is too, this is too pissy or this is too like, stop whinging so much, you know? And I'd be like, okay, we can move on. Like, yeah. no harm, no foul. But it's like when you don't take a shit for too long, <laughs> it fucks with your body. It you need to let it out somewhere or the other so you when can you move got, on with life and music. As my mother said, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, so <laughs> J-Babe was just a giant good old shit. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds great, though. (laughs) (laughs) It felt great. (laughs) I love it. I think, you know, listening to this, it does. It's such a huge, at least for me, it was such a huge departure from what I'd seen you do before. But the dump that you did was Mm -hmm. actually really interesting. And I feel the liberation that you feel. This Mm -hmm. idea that you're able to use it as an outlet to literally let loose yeah. right yeah. All, all everything sounds like potty right now <laughs> this is really hard to like keep it like keep it away my next uh, monica is going to be caca boy <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about bowel movements <laughs> um <laughs> we ruined it we ruined this interview i it's love a, it it's already gone to 100 right now <laughs> i know i'm enjoying myself so your debut album you released in 2019 called Play the Piano Drunk Like a Percussion Instrument Until the Fingers Begin to Bleed a Bit. Mouthful, yeah. I got there. <laughs> but this was the trippy, synth-laden, complete departure as we had talked about, right? For you, where did these songs come from? And don't say you ate it and then it came mm-hmm. out. Oh. Come from, what do you mean? In the sense of when you showed it to the band, it clearly was like an expression of something. Mm. Where did you feel like it was for you, this album? It wasn't like all the songs I showed to the guys. There were a few tracks that I wrote that I knew wouldn't fit. I just wouldn't go there. Yeah, man, these songs were just pretty much an outlet for a bad breakup. You know, the usual. And so what, um, It's what wins Grammys. I'm just telling bad you Bad breakups, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's Adele, yeah. there's Sam Smith. They all win Grammys exactly, for breakups. Right? Yeah. I don't have a Grammy, but... Um, hey, you get there. Yeah. Don't worry. But yeah, it was a bad breakup and uh, I needed to sort of let it out of my system. And now I've run out of muses and I started writing Punch Me in My Third Eye, you know. Yeah. So that was a very emotional release. And then once you run out of affection or any, you know, that poetry of just like profound hurt and romance, it's, it's, once it's extinguished, you're like, you know, what what kind of muse do do I have now? Yeah. The same things happened with the F-16. So our new material is completely departed from the, the line of like romance and love, you know, the usual yeah. lyrics that I would sing. 
but the first debut album was definitely uh, yeah. around a around girl that. I yeah, lost. Okay. So I have to say that I have some favorite songs on this. One was Giver mm-hmm. and Pussy Prison mm-hmm. and What Do You Want Boy mm. were my favorites. Wow. I really like those ones. Yeah. Those are the... The B-side ones? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Those are the ones that are, they were all received well, but these lesser than... The, the others? others? Yeah. yeah, I always like the weird But ones. I'm with you. Guyver is my I favorite. Oh, Guyver. Yeah. It's so good. It's such a great track. Um, so you have said about the album, I'm just reading this out. Oh, God. A seven-song guide on how to weather a cosmic romance <sighs> written in the bedroom of the melancholy king who uses every opportunity he gets to glance at a mirror. Is that you? You had to bring it up. I had to. I That's not me. Up. That's Reddit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on whoever you want, but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you read it like that, it's gonna sound like fucking corny, you know. But you gotta be like, you, mm. gotta, you gotta read it out with, like, with my voice over voice. Try again, yeah. Right. A seven-song guide on how to weather a cosmic romance, written in the bedroom of the melancholy king who uses every opportunity he gets to glance at a mirror. I'm utterly moved. <laughs> Balls. So moved. <laughs> I mean, I love the descriptions amazing. And I do think that you're also capturing like a, a time and space that you were in, right? Mm. And you said that uh, Punch Me in My Third Eye is clearly a departure. Are you going to be doing more stuff in that vein? Um, so I've been writing a new a new record. There's about like a good 10 demos on it. And Punch Me was just one of those days, you know. I wrote that song in a day. Oh, that's fantastic. I locked myself in the room. Yeah, yeah. My other housemates in the house were really worried because oh. it was locked. And since I'm recording, it's all in headphones. So it was just me <gasps> screaming in my room. And they were like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> like, it's really scary, man. Do you need me to call a doctor? You, you know, what's up? Are but I was like, alone? no, it's fine. Just leave me alone. I'm on a roll right now. Oh. And I just... I just powered through and moved the song. And made the song. Yeah. So the second song you're going to play for me today, can you tell me about that? Um, So it's not fully written, but it was just an idea. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play you a bit of a demo. Does it have a title? I don't know, not yet. But uh, for now, we can call it Ever Illuminating. Oh. Yeah. What Do you know what it's about? Um, No. That's okay. That's fine. But I think um, I think a lot of people will be kind of looking forward to hearing it. So yeah. we play. Fun ev- fact: this demo, me. I kind of fleshed it out quite a bit, and I went on a date on Valentine's for the first time in almost two years. I went on a date, wow. and I had a bunch of demos. My album's written on this laptop, and she knocks a glass of wine all over <gasps> my new um, a new MacBook with all my work. Oh and God. me, obviously, I don't, I'm terrible with technology. I don't know what the fuck a cloud is. I haven't backed up anything. So this demo I'm going to play for you now is the bear, how I first wrote it. And I flesh it out, which is all gone. So I have to write it all over again. Mm. But here's the demo. I think it's about seeing somebody's face and it just people's eyes light up. Uh, and when you kind of walk in the room and you like to see people whose eyes light up when they see you, you know, it's so important these days. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when none of us are seeing each other. <laughs> My eyes lit up when I saw you today because it's no, been so long. It's true. I'm like that. It's usually over like 
a con call or a Google meeting yeah. or a Zoom meeting. It's yeah. so depressing. You don't see anyone illuminating. Everyone's like, I'll switch off my video for this one. <laughs> no one needs to see my illuminating face. <laughs> so that's it. Next uh, up. May I really miss you and your humor. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is ever illuminating. Time waits for no man Life a slide of the hand Love, it breaks down your doors And leaves a gaping hole Whatever brings you peace Be all that you can be Retreat but no defeat Vision on repeat, a photo in my dreams. Last but not the least, I'm hallucinating your face, ever illuminating. I can't lose you, darling. Stuck in your afterglow In miles from home It's you I'm stuck in your afterglow It's miles from home It's you Wow, that song was like mega haunting, man. I apologize. <laughs> no, it kind of, I mean, I don't know if this sounds a little weird to say, but it sounded kind of like him-like. Mm. I don't know. I don't mm. know if that was a vibe that you were going for, but it felt like it. Not really, but I think subliminally, like, you know, it's just a bit of my upbringing. It's also strange. ever illuminating. Like when you think of all the imagery that we see, there's always like a halo of like mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I'm adding, I'm throwing in my mm. two bites out, okay? Hmm. My interpretation of your art. <laughs> so looking at your debut album, this is super interesting because the title, the extremely long title of your album is actually from a book by Charles Bukowski. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my God. So this is really interesting to me because he's one of those like very sort of poet underground writers right a uh, underground bit. but i mean he blew up i mean he blew up like much later though yeah he's I mean, not during his life and he's a super depressing narcissistic writer it was more of the title of the book mm. than charles bukowski to be honest i'm not an avid reader at all uh, at all at all like i hate words uh, <laughs> but, but you're a really good lyricist though which is why i make a very conscious effort to read as much as i can because I need to obviously expand my vocabulary as much, you know. 
Of course. And highly deoxyribonucleated. What is that? I don't know. I just said a big word. That's nice. But I have started reading a lot of... You're not going to use it in a song, are you? No, hell no. (laughs) I have started reading a lot of poetry, a lot of philosophy, more than um, fantasy or novels and stuff like that. Mm. So another thing that I... And again, I think this came from talking to you about your discomfort with the guitar, Mm -hmm. was that your sort of bedroom production setup, right? Mm -hmm. The layering and the sound that you have. Um, You've said this before where you're saying that the deprivation of skills or tools actually heightens your creativity. Very true. In what way? So when I was writing it, I just had a software. I had an electric guitar. Mm -hmm. I had a mic. And I had like about three to four VSTs, which are replicants of synths or just, you know, keyboards. And that's all I had. I didn't have like spatial or any orchestra or choirs, none of that. So when you have a few tools, you try to make the best out of it. You squeeze it out every corner of it to get what you think is the best version in your head. And obviously I had no soundproofing and, you know, it wasn't a studio setup. It was my bedroom. I was just mucking around in my bedroom. I really think the lack of tools sort of push you to write as much as you can and take your song to the finish line as best as you can. And also, I don't know if this happens, do you feel like you try harder because you feel like you don't know enough? Sometimes. Yeah. It depends, yeah. It really depends, honestly. Also, I feel like we play around more. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Because you end up like going, oh, maybe this might work, Mm. maybe that might work. Exactly. It's like sometimes when you have people who don't are not formally trained in music and mm. they sort of like sing you the, like, okay, let's try like this and they'll mm-hmm. sing you like a melody. Mm. And then they just don't know what the notes are though. That's me. That's exactly me. I've been mm. in music for more than like nine years and I have zero music theory knowledge. Really? Like zero. It's all my years. I completely entirely rely on my years. Yeah. And it's uh, so when I play with uh, the F-16s and I, I write something, I want to show them, I play it out to them. They're like, yeah, it's great. What key is it on? And I'd be like, I, I don't know. Just look, what what chord am I holding? Booby, what chord am I holding? He'd be like, dude, just fucking learn. Really? To pl- learn your notes, dude. He's like, learn your basics. I was like, no, I will not. Are you serious, dude? You won't. I mean, it's not I won't. I'm just lazy. And I feel mm-hmm. like, again, lack of tools. Pushes you to push. So you're not going to be one of those nerds going to music school then? That's why I was so nervous to play uh, the Aww. acoustic guitar today. Because of the, you're just not sure. Yeah, I just, um, um, yeah. I haven't mastered yeah. any instrument. I'm just good at most of them. <laughs> <laughs> With the ear. <laughs> so um, I think this is going to be the last song that you're going to play. And it's your most recent release. Correct. Okay, 2021, Punch Me. In, in my the third, third eye. eye. Yeah. And it's this really, again, another departure, right? Mm-hmm. It's this electro punk rock. I feel like you turn from this like smooth talking kind of melancholic guy to like this Rick angry man menace mm. kind of thing. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that's still mm. part of like who you are and part of what J-Babe is? I remember, I remember when the song came out and I read a couple of reviews and somebody said like, the new J-Babe song shows the true anger and demented side of J-Babe that he hasn't shown. I was like, what? I'm, demented? I'm angry? Am it I, sounds am I like... Am I demented? No, no, not demented. But I wasn't angry. It was just... 
honestly, I was just having more fun than oh, letting out steam. Fair you enough. Know? It was just, uh, it was, it was super fun. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's I'm what's not an interesting. angry guy, man. You know that. Which is why this, like, it, I guess because it just felt quite visceral. Like when yeah. you're listening to it and it's yeah. like loud and it's like noisy. And yeah. I guess like you associate that with sort of, you mm-hmm. know, um, I mean, just slightly. Yeah. Like, I mean, you hear it, obviously you're going to yeah. translate and you're going to be like, oh, this guy must be a fucking angry dude. You know? <laughs> just this one song. But in though. reality, I'm, I'm extremely soft. It takes a lot to piss me off. Yeah. But if you do, oh my God, there will be blood. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. not friends. <laughs> you that guy? Yeah. <laughs> so lastly, before we go into your song, I just have one particular question and I want to address this. So your Twitter account. Oh, no. Jbabe underscore Fernandez. I like, <laughs> there is so much research around your Twitter account oh, that I no. had to give it its own section in this interview. Goodness. Because I went from what was that to he gets me so fast. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've tried so long to keep my Twitter account hidden for so long. Never. Not Listen, with me. But me, in my defense, <laughs> the bio of my Twitter account says i'm here to spew shit. shit yeah so with that in mind oh yeah so which is on. weird like i said um you'll say things like oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. i drank water from a blender today because i was too lazy to wash the mugs life's a breeze <laughs> <laughs> but it's true but then you'll you'll say this and i'm like what's happening to this guy yeah. and then the next one will be can all my friends please stop getting married i only have one suit and one fab and i'm like i get that yeah. he gets me he yeah. understands my situation yeah. so i feel like you sort of go from this like what is happening to this guy to yeah. like he truly understands my yeah. my existential crisis um yeah and then my utopia would be a world where pets don't poop yeah i, I, have, I live in a that? house with a cocker spaniel and two black cats Wow, okay. So that's a lot of shit to clean up. And yeah. imagine if you had pets in your house that didn't piss or poop. Perfect world. But I'm glad you're reading out all the very, the de- the nice ones. No, there's some terrible ones, but there's I don't some, want to ruin people's lives. Yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is like, like I said, there's some that are also like really normal. Like, okay, my album's out, but I'm going to listen to it in a week because I got laundry to do. <laughs> like, like really basic stuff as well. Like I'm kind of busy right now, guys. <laughs> That was a tweet for Kanye's album, by the way. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh. Not my album. It's Kanye. Everyone was freaking up, out about Donda and like, oh my God, Kanye West. Did you see that? Got he it. wore this fucking chapel to throw this trash. And then and then I, I was like, and apologies to anybody out there, but I'm not a Kanye fan. I admire him, but I'm not a Kanye fan. And the album finally dropped and the internet was going crazy. Mm. I was like, I'll give it a week. I got, I got laundry to do. The one that I obviously, I feel I warm to, this is another one. I make sure I swipe right on every profile with a biryani picture on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, I feel, I feel that. I get it. <laughs> so yeah, now that I've brought that to everyone's attention, then your last song? <laughs> yep, this is my last song. It's called Punch Me in My Third Eye. There's a killer video for it too. On YouTube, yeah. directed by Landry Kumar and a bunch of F-16s boys helped me out. And um, it's super fun. 
I wear a dress and I shave a girl's head. And um, I remember it's like in this like weird house, like a my house. That, was oh, my, that is your house. That was my living room. Yeah, there was, and then it looks like a weird. Isn't there a moment? It's like a marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that something? was that was um, Hashu's dad, the keyboardist oh, and producer of the no. F16, and my neighbor. So I couldn't find another pair of um, parents. Parents. <laughs> so I just I went to my neighbor and I was like, Auntie, like I have a video. Can you just come for like I'll give you like samosas and chai and you can come. She's like, Yeah, of course. And they came and they acted as my parents and they're very sweet. That's really sweet. Super, super DIY. Got my wall painted. Bought like an old TV that I could smash. Wow. And, um, yeah, winged it. It was out. a very cool video. I liked it. Yeah. Awesome. So your last song is Punch Me in My Third Eye. Yep. A nice guy, nice guy, Mr. Fucking Nice Guy. Skinny jeans, all the shirts are fucking tie-dye. I'm a queen. Oh, look, I'm a goddess. No, you're not. Get back into your closet. Oh my god. This fuck is homophobic. He's mentally unhealthy and he needs to see your yogic bad vibrations. And a lot of pentabango. What's your zodiac sign, bitch? I'm a cancer. Child of friends, Mr. Trauma and Mr. Lack of Common Sense. My therapist said, Don't forget your meds, but if you still feel like shit, just shave your own head. Chakra, chakra, use a motherfucker, essential oils and cocaine lines. Oh man, I'm tired of this shit. And if you say the word vibe, I punch you in your third eye. You better leave me the fuck alone. You better leave me the fuck alone You better leave me the fuck alone Are you going home with a broken nose? You better leave me the fuck alone You better leave me the fuck alone You better leave me the fuck alone You're going home with a broken nose Thanks so much for being on the show, Josh. Thanks so much for having me, mate. It's real good. Really good seeing you again. I'm excited about your new music. And congrats uh, to you too, because I really feel that you are pioneering the entire documentation of the Indian music scene. Okay. And it's important work. It Thanks, really is. Man. And it's... I wish more people thought that way. And then would pay me some money, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Please pay me, everybody. <laughs> yeah, please. Give, just donate some money to me. It'd be great. <laughs> I'll continue to do my good work. <laughs> It'll come. I feel like these are moments where I should like build some kind of like church and they can have like offer tree and just <laughs> I just I just plug like a plug like a fund me. Oh my god, I'll be doing it forever. The thing at the end. Yeah. Of everything. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Josh, for being on Thanks the show. so much, So that was J-Babe, and what a trip that was. Well, you heard it here, a brand new unreleased gem, and also listening to his song's acoustic shed new light on his music. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, you know what? I am really tired, and I don't think I can keep saying this again. Sean? Okay, me. I guess I have another job to do. To all our listeners, if you enjoyed the show, Please subscribe, follow, rate and review us on the podcast app of your choice. 
and come say hi to us on social media that's facebook twitter and instagram that's at made in india that's m a e d see you next week same time same place <laughs>